Welcome to the Agency Blueprint Podcast, the show for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm Robert Patton, international best-selling author, business coach, and contract CFO for creative agencies. Really quick before we jump into the show today, I have a gift for you. If you're an agency owner and you want to know how to structure your lead gen, sales, and operations in a simple, streamlined manner that is less headache and way more profitable, then I want to give you my latest book called The Agency Blueprint. It's free for you when you go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash ebook. If you're not happy with your agency performance, then this book is for you. You can also grab the link for the book in today's show notes. Thanks. And now for the show. sacrifice ourselves, our personal lives, what we want to do, become chained to our desk, that our value in life is our to-do list. How much did we get done in the day? Were we successful by how much we completed? How many boxes did we check? We often talk when we meet with people about how busy we are, not about how much time we spend doing things we enjoy. That is not a measure of success for most people. Unless you start to change your mindset. We want to do everything. We want to make sure that everything is moving in the way that we want it to go. But in a lot of cases, we are busy essentially doing nothing. We're not progressing. We're keeping status quo. We're not making things better. We're not being more efficient. We're not improving our lives. We're just making things harder. We are sacrificing ourselves. And for what? I'm have gone through this struggle myself for a long time. And at one point, I thought that calling myself a workaholic was a humble brag, was something to be proud of, but it isn't. It's something that I need to work on. The same that any other disease from drug addiction, alcoholism, all of it is the same. I am sacrificing myself. I am sacrificing my family. I am sacrificing my relationships. For work, it's the same thing. There's no difference. And I need to make a choice on what is more important to me. Is it the human relationships that I have in my life? Or is it work? Is it my to-do list? Is it my email? What is more important? Should I put my phone away when I'm at the dinner table? Or should I respond to that email within five minutes? What is more important? What defines my value? I'm not saying I've solved this problem because I am and do have this innate piece of myself and it's not just me it's a lot of society was reading a book uh fairly recently and i may have mentioned it a couple times in this podcast because it really did speak to me in a big way the book's called do nothing by celeste headley she goes through her own experience and i want to share mine with you but she goes through her own experience in the book of the same exact cycle then talks about how technology has affected our lives and talks about how we have chalked up our value in the world and how society has ingrained in us that productivity must be above all else and that it actually leads to greater amounts of inefficiency and that there's so many studies that show that this isn't right. So there's so many things and I want to 
just tell you at one point in my life, and if you listen to the first episode of this podcast, you will learn about how I had gotten to my burnout many years ago, and I was working obscene amounts of time, 80, sometimes 100-hour weeks, just just completely chained to my desk and doing everything for my business and was just a massive control freak. And by all accounts, I had achieved what most people would consider financial success, business success. And in a lot of ways, I was proud and maybe a little bit too much. And I had gotten exhausted. I was miserable. I hated my life. And I didn't know what to do. I had spent so much time and worked so hard to get where I was and didn't know how to change it. Didn't know why I was in that place anymore. And it was because of this innate piece of me. One, because I hadn't structured my business fully, which I go into that episode of how I ended up restructuring my business. But part of it was just this innate part of my personality, of my character, of who I am, and this draw and need to be productive at all times. I uh, have shared this story a couple times, and I'm not sure if I've done so on this podcast, but there was a time many years ago when I hadn't taken a day off in some time, and um, I would had decided to take a day off for the first time on a Saturday in a really long time. It had been at least six to eight months, and I was taking the day off, and that day I decided to go and do like a massive spring cleaning and spent probably 16, 18 hours, like legitimately was taking rugs out of my house and cleaning them and was was doing upholstery cleaning of couches and just like went full on and did a massive, deep, deep, deep clean. And I didn't need to. I had a cleaning service and they were cleaning. I just needed to feel like I was doing something, that I was being productive and I couldn't sit idle and my husband at the end of the day looks and I had dragged him into this poor, poor guy. And um, at the end of the day, he looks at me and says, can you please never take a day off again? Because that was horrible and not really telling me to not take a day off again, but just highlighting to me that that wasn't a day off, that that was just that was just completely pushing myself to do what I could and make sure that I was spending my entire day in a productive fashion rather than actually spending quality time with him or with other loved ones. And I needed to stay productive. We blur the lines between life and work. Do you leave your work behind? Do you take it out that door when you leave the office at the end of the day? Whether that be an office in your home or a physical office building? Do you work from home? Do you work from bed? Do you have any separation in your life from work and your personal life? Do you sit with your cell phone or tablet at the dinner table on a regular basis? Are you interrupting your family time and personal time? Would you do that with a client? If you were in a call with a client, would you stop that conversation and reply to another email? Or would that email wait? It would. So why are your clients and business colleagues more important than your family, more important than the people you love. They shouldn't be. And quite frankly, many of us, some of you, um, if you are outside of an agency owner space, but most of us are not brain surgeons. This isn't life or death. 
that responding to an email in a couple of hours or the following day would not bring pandemonium. It would not mean the end of the world. It would not mean that someone had died. So that email could wait. It really can. It's our feeling inside that we must get back to them and that we are really truly delivering when we do it that way and that we feel more productive. We feel important. I want to share another story with you uh, years into my journey of removing myself in this really busy place that I was in. And I had taken a, a trip to Greece and was with a group of friends. And I was on a yacht in the middle of the Adriatic along the Sardonic coast in Greece. And we spent a couple of days that I didn't really have cell phone service. And I was panicked, like completely panicked. I was certain something was going to go wrong. I was certain that that my team wasn't going to execute appropriately and I needed to come in and save the day, be the superhero, if you will. And three days went past. I had little to no connectivity that entire time. And I got to an island and nothing was wrong. No urgent item, no fire. Everything was okay. And I had a momentary sigh of relief and then had a feeling of sadness that I wasn't as important as I once thought I was. And this was a realization for me of why did I feel that way? Why was my own self-worth tied into being needed, tied to that email? That's not what my value is in this life. And I hope that you don't feel this way, but if you do, I wanted to do an exploration with you today of how you can start to unpack this in yourself and create some work-life balance and stop consistently overburdening yourself and stop overworking yourself. So in my business life, one of the things that I've done, and I really fully believe this to the highest degree, is that planning out your day and how you do things is so incredibly important. I am a huge proponent and believer in time blocking and making sure that you're working on things in blocks. So I plan out my week um, typically on a Friday before. I have my sort of ideal day broken down in how I do things in the times of days I do, time of day I do things now from my personal life to my business life and I have those things on my calendar so that I hold myself accountable to them because that ultimately is how I make sure that I make the time and I it is something that I will not change I will not alter and looking at these even personal meetings that I have personal um, engagements whether it's just having dinner or taking my dog for a walk or you know just going on a walk or right now I'm traveling a lot so going to visit a museum or just going to explore the city that I'm in so being able to spend time doing what I want to do with my life and then doing the same thing with business and doing the same thing with work certain time of the day is set aside for meetings certain time of the day is set aside for team certain time of the day is set aside for deep thought and creative work myself and creating new ways of being able to help clients and change the way that their business dynamic is and help them solve their problems in new creative ways. And those deep thought times need quiet for me, need me to have that time of self-reflection and time uh, just idle to think. And I do that best in the morning. So I have thought very deeply about 
how I look at everything. So there's so many pieces to this and so many layers around how I went down this journey. One of the first things that I realized quite a long time ago, and I actually first noticed this when I was going through a time study, actually of a client's time study, and was noticing that every single person within the agency was going through and changing their time working on, oh, replying to this email, taking this phone call, then replying to this email, then starting to work on this project, then going back to an email, then going back to the project, and then going to another email. And it was like every three to five to 10 minutes, there was something new in their time entry, which is just, I was looking at it. I was like, that is so incredibly inefficient. How is this the way that your business operates? So I made a suggestion to the CEO. We had a conversation about what we could do to change this. And what I noticed was that the vast majority of the interruptions had to do with both email and their internal instant messaging system. And at the time was Skype for Business. So every time they had a notification on their machines, they would stop and would reply both email and instant message, which distracted them. They couldn't get anything done because... They were beholden to whenever the sender decides to send something. And that can't be calculated. That can't be scheduled. People work on their own cadence, whether it's an external person or an internal person. So I made a suggestion, and that day we called their IT and had them shut down notifications across the entire company. After reviewing, in a, sh- a few short weeks after that, reviewing the time again, we started seeing that they were no longer being interrupted as much and then started to have conversations with them about how to focus deeper. And through this exercise with their team, this agency actually saw a 45% increase in efficiency. They now had reduced utilization ratios. They were doing between 83 and 85% at the time in utilization, which a lot of agencies would think is ideal. And I'm saying you are killing your team if you think that's ideal. They had this high utilization ratio, and they were able to reduce that quite significantly, have more time for more work, as well as have some time for deep thought and creative work. And the team was happier. Morale was up, energy was up, and it was working. So I did the same thing as well after having noticed this as a trend. And what I thought was quite interesting, and this is talked about actually quite a lot in the book Do Nothing, in that there's so much that we tie to email and how we are just so incredibly connected on a consistent basis to the fact that 15% of Americans admit to checking their email in the shower and that 10%, 1 in 10, admit to checking their phone or their email while being intimate with their partner. And that is just incredibly, incredibly insane that that is the level that we are at societally now is that we are so incredibly connected that we cannot separate such close time with someone we love and work because that ultimately is what it is. We look at our phones now, the majority of us, as work, not a means of connection, not a means of activity, but it's work. It's not socialization on a phone. It just isn't. You socialize in person. You socialize when you're face-to-face with someone, when you vocalize something, not when you're texting, not when you're on social media, not when you're emailing. And I think that it's so incredibly important to think about things in how you actually structure 
your communication format and how you're working day to day to the point that whenever I onboarded someone now in my company, I have them and I send them a 25-minute hourglass. I know super retro to send an hourglass, but I send an hourglass. I think it's a cool little ornament for their desk, but on top of it, they actually is to set a habit. So what I have them do is every 25 minutes, they flip that hourglass over. They're not allowed to stop working on what it it is they're doing until either they're done with that project or that hourglass runs out. At the end of that hourglass, get up, walk for a couple minutes, go to use the restroom or go for a walk, go uh, just take a minute and not actively work for a couple minutes. Just give your brain a break. There are studies that have been done that for maximum cognitive ability in human beings that we work in either 25-minute blocks, and some studies believe that it's 70 to 90 minutes as well. Mine, I, I know for me, at 25 minutes is sort of my optimum time frame that I spend really entirely focused on something. And so that is the method I go about. You need to figure out which um, method and which study you believe. I think it's so incredibly important that we look at our lives and not chalk ourselves up to our to-do list. That if you have a conversation with the next person that you meet, be it a colleague, an acquaintance, or a friend, or family, and one of the first things you say is that I've been so incredibly busy, you wouldn't even believe it. If that's the first thing you say, you know that you're having a problem. You know that that's something that you're proud of. And right, quite frankly, it isn't something you should be. It's not the place that you need to be. And overworking yourself does not lead to happiness. And in fact, it doesn't even lead to greater profits in most cases. That you need to be able to create the space in your life to be able to do the things where you are needed most. Prioritize what's most important. Be able to make a change in what you're doing. Make a decision on where you need to spend your time. Stop putting yourself in a place where you are just completely stuck behind that computer, stuck behind a screen, focusing on work 24-7, thinking that it is going to take you to where you need to be. Stop distracting yourself. Make a priority. Choose yourself. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what am I going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. 
I'm not so stressed during calls, thinking, oh my gosh, I, I gotta sell, I gotta sell, I gotta sell, because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to one million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char typically charge one client at $3,000, anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000. Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5,000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens, boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's gonna work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program. Mm -hmm.